The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to talk to you all about staying on track even during a crisis. I feel like this is a really just a great reminder on some things that you can do to take care of yourself during a crisis, whether it's happening within your own situation or whether it's happening out in the world and you're getting caught up in all of everything that's going on. I think that, you know, with the times that are happening right now, obviously with everything that's going on in Ukraine and the Queensland floods and all of the bits and pieces, I feel like you could use this now or whether you listen to this in six months and there's something else going on. I feel like I wanted to create an episode where you could touch base to support yourself to get back on track. So firstly, what I want to say is that all of your feelings are valid. The first place to start is just acknowledging how you feel with whatever's going on around you. So I want to talk to two different situations. One, if it's a personal thing that's going on as a crisis within yourself, then what we want to do is actually focus on that first. And if it's going on externally, so I'll speak to that towards the end. So if you're experiencing a current personal crisis, now this could be having to move house. This could be having to, you know, have been experienced by the floods and been directly affected. It could be a relationship breakdown. It could be a death in the family. Like there's so many things that could cause us to get caught up in a crisis. And the first things first is really just acknowledging how you feel. Your emotions are here to serve you, and if you ignore them, then it makes it much harder to move through the crisis. So first things first, you want to make sure that you have as much certainty as possible. With constant change, and if there's been any upheaval, then often the first thing that can go is our level of certainty, which causes us to feel unsafe and unstable. So the first things first in that situation is to rely on or to focus on whatever certainty is possible to focus on right now. Okay. That could be your focus on whatever you know is certain. You're certain of the support that you have around you. You're certain of your ability to get through things. You're certain of you have a place to say, even if whatever happens with your current living situation, you have somewhere to go. It could be that you're certain that you know how to make money in your business. It could be you're certain that your business will survive. And even if you just take time to focus on your personal situation, it's going to be okay. There's lots of different things that you can find. And the more general or the more like even just minute that you can focus on, the easier it becomes to feel grounded within yourself. So this is actually what comes into play is our hierarchy of needs. So if you've ever looked into Maslow's hierarchy of needs, then you will know that the first part of the the pyramid is actually our level of safety and security with our shelter, our food, our water. So if that has been interrupted, it causes a really high level of stress, obviously, that's going to put us in a place of feeling unstable or uncertain or unsafe. So we, what we need to do is actually take care of that first. Like I recently had a client going through this where she had something happen with her house and she had to move really quickly and it create, created quite an upheaval in her life. And the first things first I said to her is that, okay, well, what do we need to get sorted for where you need to live? Because that's going to take paramount focus. 
you are not going to be able to focus on your marketing strategy or your customer journey with your clients or your mindset when it comes to your business if your life, if your literal living situation has had an upheaval. So I think it's just about giving yourself a bit of grace and a bit of compassion in those moments and say, look, it's okay. Take the time that you need to take in order to get yourself sorted for where you're living first, because then we move up Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We can then move up to the next stage where we focus on our relationships, which then, you know, when it comes to the second tier of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if our level of love or relationship has had an upheaval, that can cause us to go into a state of fight or flight, right? So it's important that we acknowledge what's going on for us. And often what can happen is we try to ignore it or we avoid it, or we try to focus on other things, which is another form of avoidance. And we think that we shouldn't address it. Whereas that's what's actually causing the biggest stress. So you need to address that first. So acknowledge how you feel first and foremost. Second, look for what certainty you already have. And in that state of fight or flight, then sometimes it can be hard to find what that certainty is, but just keep searching. It could just be certain of, you know, where you're going to sleep tonight, right? It could be just certainty of, you know, that you've got food in the fridge, right? Like it could be simple little things like that, where you can focus on that level of certainty day in and day out until you can get back to a feeling much more stable to then be able to focus on other things. Then step three is focusing on what you can control. So in those states of uncertainty, it can cause us to get caught up in the overwhelm of everything that's going on. And we end up focusing on things that are completely out of our control, which causes us to stay in that state of fight or flight, to stay in that level of uncertainty. So in that moment, we want to have conscious redirection and focus on what we can control. So what can you control in that situation? So the same thing with my client, I've got her to focus on what was the specific thing she needed to get sorted for her house in order to feel like she was in control of something in order for her to feel like she was making progress. And once she worked on that for a couple of days, then we were able to then refocus back on business, right? Like, so it's important that we don't try to bypass all of the stuff that's going on for us. We stop and actually acknowledge how we feel, process how we feel and then take the initial steps in order to feel a level of certainty, to feel a level of control, and then keep moving forward. And so if the crisis isn't necessarily directly impacting you, and it's more that you're getting caught up in the crisis that's going on outside in the world, which kind of is an indirect way of being affected by it, right? Because you are actually affected by it, but it's different. It's not necessarily a direct impact on your day, your day-to-day right now. So I guess in those situations, the best thing to do is, is similar, but it's about making sure that you're resourcing yourself and taking care of yourself in the process of that. So you know what to focus on and you know how to get back on track. So my suggestion, if it's you're focused on, you know, obviously all the heartbreak and all of the upheaval that's happened with the Queensland floods, or maybe it could be what's going on in Ukraine. Maybe it could be like just world situations, right? Like obviously the, the concern of like it turning into World War Three, like all of that sort of stuff. Honestly, like the biggest thing that I do to take care of myself first is work on re- resourcing yourself first and then and only then focus on what you can control. Because there is definitely things that you can do. And I think that it's important that we we choose what we want to do in that situation. But we want to make sure that we, we are taking care of ourselves first because you going out and helping other people when you're in a state of fight or flight is not serving them. And it's also not serving you. So here's my top tips for taking care of yourself first and resourcing yourself first before then dealing with a crisis. This is actually how you then get back on track. Okay, I just want to point that out. We need to do this first in order to then get back on track. So first things first. Even if you are indirectly affected, your feelings are still valid. 
Okay. You take care of you first. You need to acknowledge how you feel. What are you worried about? Take the time to actually just check in with yourself and say, okay, what do I need? And sometimes in that moment, it is just five minutes of quiet. Sometimes in that moment, it's just, you know, a meditation or a cup of coffee by yourself or tuning out of the news and just putting it away for five minutes. Like think about what it is that you need first for you. Tune into with how you feel, check in with what's worrying you the most and see what you can focus on in order to serve yourself in this moment. Secondly, notice what your derailers are. So this is what pulls me out of a state of calm, right? A state of peace is like, what is causing me to be derailed off my track and getting caught up in the crisis? Because the thing is, your brain is always going to focus on the danger. Okay. So if we're filling our minds with or consuming the information of what's going on around us, and it's really fear-based language, your brain is going to focus on that because it's the most important because it doesn't know the difference between you looking at it on a screen and it actually happening, happening to you, right? It still feels scary. It still activates your body to go into a state of fight or flight, maybe not full response, but it could be just initial responses of like, hang on a minute, this could actually impact me. Oh my goodness, what's this going to mean for my business? Oh my goodness, what's this going to mean for my family? What's this going to mean for my house price? Like all the things that run through our minds and whatever that is, is totally valid is being mindful of like we're activating that that fight or flight response within ourselves. So the first thing we need to do first is calm our nervous system to remind ourselves that we're not in danger directly right now to be able to then resource ourselves. So my favorite things to do this is things like meditation, movement and exercise, journaling how I feel and writing down, you know, getting it all out of my head and onto paper and just literally expressing it, taking the time to actually express any emotion that feels bottled up. So it could be If I'm feeling frustrated or angry, I'll go get a pillow and scream into a pillow. Maybe I will, you know, even just punch a pillow a couple of times. Maybe it's just getting out and going for a run and expressing that energy out of the body because that emotion needs to be expressed in order to move through us. Sometimes it's just talking to someone about it, right? Just actually expressing your thoughts and your feelings. Sometimes it's just tuning in with yourself and getting out of your head and back into your body. I love breath work for that. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things to do. And you can find one of my beautiful friends, Kirsten. Morrison does a beautiful breathwork practice on Insight Timer. I'll make sure that I share the link in the show notes. And it's 20 minutes and it's honestly one of the best ways to set yourself up for a day because it helps you express and just to, you know, get rid of all of that energy with breath out of your body and then it actually helps to ground you, which is a beautiful way to do that. Sometimes it's even getting out into nature. Like there's so many different things that we can do for ourselves. We've got to take the time to actually tune in and ask ourselves, what do we need? and make sure that we take the time to give it to ourselves. So noticing your derailers, what causes you to get derailed? Is it watching the news for too long? Do you need to put a timer on your phone with how long you spend on social media? I know that in this crisis, I've definitely got caught up in looking at all the things that's going on in the Northern Rivers, everything that's going on around Brisbane, like watching the news. I never watched the news and I had put the news on and I was watching it two days straight and I was just like, oh my God. Yes, it's important to stay on top of everything, obviously being mindful of what's going on. We want to know the information, but sometimes when we're watching it continuously or for too long, we're actually watching the same thing. It's not new news. We're just watching the same thing and it's causing us to stay in fight or flight. And that pushes us further and further away from our track, from where we really need to be. So once we've resourced ourselves, so through those processes of like breath work, meditation, exercise, nature, anything that we need, maybe it's taking time to read a book, like something just small that we can do for ourselves to just to feel resourced and grounded again. Then again, we refocus our attention. What is within our control? 
Often we can get caught up in focusing on things that are completely out of our control, which isn't serving anybody. So then it's like tuning back in and go, okay, what is within my control? What can I do for myself, for my family, right? That inner circle. What can I do for my community on the external circle? And really checking in and go, okay, what else would I like to do for the world? So I like to look at it from that perspective. So firstly, I resource myself. Secondly, I went, okay, how would I like to support my community? What can I do to give back? What can I do to help? So I literally booked myself in to get to do a blood donation. I saw a friend that was going down to Northern Rivers, so I asked if I could add stuff to her car. So I've gone and bought a whole heap of groceries and given those to her so then she can fill up her car and take extra groceries down. I then reached out to some people to see how I can help and clean up and to be able to help them within their their own homes, within their own businesses to support them. Because I want to make sure that I can use my time and that feels good to me. It feels important to me. So as I'm saying this, please don't think that you have to do those things. You don't have to do those things. You just need to tune in with yourself and ask yourself what you would like to do and what would feel good for you. For me, I felt weird sitting at home, not doing anything. So I was like, I've got to go do something. I signed up to the mud army to go and help them. And then they bloody canceled it because apparently they had too many people. (laughs) So that's when I was like, okay, who else can I help? I need to make some personal reach outs to see who is in need. So really think about it like what it is for you, because ultimately this is for you, right? So then sometimes what you can best do for yourself and the people around you is to get back on track with your business or to get back on track with what you need to do for the next coming weeks, right? So once you're feeling better and you're feeling resourced, that's when I would recheck in with what my next goals are for my next week. And I want to be mindful of where I'm being really realistic with what's possible because sometimes when we're in a state of crisis or we're still witnessing the crisis, then what is possible with our level of productivity or focus isn't normal, right? It's not going to go back to normal. So we just want to be realistic with what's possible in the time coming, okay? And then think about how you can plan ahead to resource and take care of yourself in the process. So in times of crisis, I will usually meditate twice a day instead of once because when it comes to being directly in contact with clients that could be experiencing a high level of stress, could be experiencing you know, being displaced and all these different challenges that are going on within their worlds, that's important for me because I need to be grounded and to be in a space where I'm able to hold space for them. So meditating twice a day serves me. So it's just checking in with yourself and then making sure I exercise as well is obviously very important too because it helps me just you know, get rid of any of the external energy, you know, process any emotions that I'm feeling and just really shift the energy from the day. And just to, you know, it helps me kind of come down from the sessions after, after my, with my clients. So figuring out what it is for you and plan ahead to make sure that that's possible. If it's meal prepping, right, it could be just meal prepping. So then you're not eating terrible foods because often what we can do in these times of stress is eat foods that aren't really serving us either, which then make us feel bad, which then ends up causing us to do more of it. And then we don't feel like we want to exercise and then we get derailed off our normal routines and then we create another level of uncertainty. So do you see how this is all so intertwined? So I think it's important that you just tune in with what feels good for you and what do you need to do to plan ahead in order to support yourself and those around you. So I would suggest on starting with just something small, like what are some small goals that you can work towards next week? You may need to adjust the ones you had previously set and then plan ahead to take care of yourself in the process of it in the weeks coming. And the most important piece of this is having kindness and compassion towards yourself throughout it all. You can't do everything. You can't help everyone. You can't take other people's pain away. You can't fix everything. Like I think what's most important, especially in this place where we're often helpers, we're often coaches, we're often people who 
really want to serve others is that sometimes we give too much of ourselves in these moments and that's why I just want you to refocus on making sure you're resourcing yourself and then give from a full cup rather than an empty one and I feel like yes just being mindful to be really kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself be mindful not to bring in judgment and just do what you can and don't bring any guilt on top of it if you can't do more whatever you're doing is beautiful whatever you're doing is perfect Please don't think that you have to continue to give more unless you want to. Okay. So I hope this episode has served you. I feel like this is something that we will need time and time again. So please feel free to come back and revisit this episode whenever you need. If you are in further need, then feel free to reach out to me, DM me on Instagram and let me know what's happening for you. And if I can give you any other further advice, I will definitely do that. I hope you are staying safe, staying dry, staying well, and I am sending all my love your way. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.